Welcome to Let's Talk About Race, the show that discusses controversial topics and addresses them. I'm Donna, and today we're talking about anti-racism towards Asians. Now we will be welcoming Ivy and Kwok, coming all the way from California. We will be discussing the issue and sharing their personal experiences. Hi, my name is Ivy. Hi, my name is Kwok. So we're here today to talk about the issue of racism towards Asians. I would like to hear both of your opinions on this topic. I feel like um, Asian hate especially happens throughout um, in a school setting. Um, I think that in a lot of high schools and middle schools, I think that's where racism hits the most. And I think that it's really overshadowed by people because um, it's like microaggression and macroaggression where people um, take small, very small like statements like, oh, um, you're so smart. Are you Asian? Like, that's like microaggression, and teachers don't really notice any of the students. So I think the whole racism situation against Asians is really overshadowed. I I totally agree on that. Like, um, for me, it's just a lot of seeing people just saying, oh, Ching Chong, or like, oh, your eyes are so small, like things like that. It's like, it's not funny and i don't think people realize that's like actually racist instead of it being a joke i just think that it's so normalized by society that it's like not Mm -hmm. a big deal anymore i agree i agree i agree um so my opinion on this topic i agree with both of you guys um like for the schools thing like a lot of boys at our school says like um i don't know ching chong wing long suck my ding dong and like um yeah and like also when like covid was around there were a lot of asian hate crimes like i'm pretty sure i remember like a white person killing like a lot of asian women in like over in the west so yeah and like people are saying oh ching chong virus oh go back to your country immigrant yeah so yeah during the pandemic and everything um, one in six Asian American adults reported experiencing a hate crime in 2021, up from one in eight in 2020. In the first three months of 2022, it reached up to two in 12 people. And honestly, that's it's really sad to see those that yeah. kind of stuff as like it's just so normalized and, and no one really sees anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So during the time of all of this, or in general, have you guys had any like personal experiences towards this topic? Um. I think this this topic is like really really heavy. Um. Honestly, there's a lot of like instances where people just I don't know. It's just people like they just go off and say all these things because, again, like both of us have mentioned, it's so. It's so utterly normalized, and it's so sickening to see people act like this. Um, this is especially aimed towards uh, a friend that we had to deal with, and um, he spoke really, really like racial like um, slurs and really harmful things. Um, apparently, because either he was angry or said it as a joke. That's what everyone says nowadays. Everyone calls it a joke, quote yeah. quote. But it's. It wasn't ever a joke to begin with, and it's so, it's so like, shadowed over by the fact that people are just acting like it's okay. Like, 
people are laughing and they're like, oh, haha, that was so funny of you to say. I'm going to say it now, too, because I want to fit in and I want to be racist, too, because a lot of other people are doing it. And that's how that's usually how social and the whole the real life world works. It usually goes off of if one person thinks it's cool, multiple think of, multiple people will think so too. And then it's like a whole dominoes. And then it'll go all off together and different people from different areas will start doing it too because they think that it's cool. And that's that's what's happening at our school currently. There are numerous and numerous amounts of kids in different grades who think it's so okay to to say such disgusting language towards people and p- teachers and students are just letting it slide obviously these people aren't educated and they're not going to be educated unless someone makes a difference and tell these people that they're what they're doing isn't okay okay um so for my personal experiences um so there's this kid at school let's call him jack so um he's um vietnamese which is same as me um, so he's been telling, like, other people at our school, like, some really, really racist stuff, like, in Vietnamese. And um, I don't think these people know, like, what it means, so they just say it. And, like, well, they don't know what it means, so. For me, uh, the first time that I've actually experienced and realized people were racist towards me um, was when there was a peak of COVID and I went to the grocery store with my mom um, and as I was getting milk and I was bringing it back to her to the grocery line because she forgot to get it I remember there were these two people and it looked like a mom and her older son and I remember her whispering under her breath Chinese people as I'm not even really like I'm not like fully Chinese and it's just kind of disappointing because people put like Asians in one category and really only like a lot of people only categorize Asians as Korean Japanese and like Chinese and like that's really the dominant ones that they know of so honestly I really agree because hearing the type of stuff it's so disgusting because people it's so disgusting because oh people just they just conceal the true like how how asians really feel about themselves like the the people say so much stuff and they don't get any consequences for it because oh it's a price of privilege people 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 around the united states and through other countries they don't they're uneducated teachers need to put more effort into just not teaching students about things that they don't even need to learn these children are so uneducated. Their parents are uneducated. It all starts from one source. One source that comes from history and goes on and on and on. Because none of these people in society now is educated. That's why society, that's why social media is so open about this topic. This is why we're ta- we're having this podcast right now. Because this is going to go out and we can, um, I hope this makes an impact for people. Because some other, um, maybe your viewers or some other people um across across the world they're so uneducated like no one understands the true weight of racism now think about it yourself what does racism even mean to you does racism mean um bad things coming out of your mouth um slurs or stuff like that those are all prime examples but there's also examples like physical contact um let's take an example like george floyd um uh and overall all these people 
they just they're so they don't know what they're talking about like as i stated multiple times before these people have no idea what they're talking about it's just like it's just, it's like a game of dominoes it goes down on and on and on until when one person thinks it's cool another person thinks it's cool and it goes on and on until the whole world is influenced by one person who thinks that their statement is correct so this is why society as a peak at its peak right now should change. There should be a difference in the universe today that people understand what they're talking about. If they're going to go off and say all these disgusting things that people won't even stand up for themselves, that's never okay. And especially going back to our school topic, in a school society and people... Uh, they don't know like they're uh, so uneducated like teachers and parents and grown-ups they should be knowing this people who are in their late 30s they should be educating a lot of other children on why saying this stuff is okay but they just let it slide because it's so normalized it comes off in not only school societies it goes off in grocery marks just like just like shoyo stated it goes off everywhere in churches in holidays and birthday parties it, it goes off everywhere micro and macro questions, racism happens everywhere. This is why society needs to change. Things need to be different. And this this society we're living in right now needs to change what is going on right now. Um, so about the topic of people like seeing it online and then getting influenced by it, that happened a lot during Corona as well. Like when everyone found out it came from quote unquote China, everyone called it the China virus and so on and so forth. Even our president called it the kung flu it's and everyone just said it like it was normal because just because it came from a place that's that's where like i get that's where it originated but that doesn't mean it's generalized to that spot and a lot of people didn't take the initiative to look online and see actually what really happened and what it's really called and it's just really disgusting to see how people are just just so influenced by everything that they see. Now, in today's day, I know there's a lot of people that praise Asians now. Um, I've seen a lot of people been influenced by their type of makeup, their type of clothes. Um, for example, like Sheen is a really big Chinese uh, company that a lot of people enjoy. And I know a lot of people have been influenced by it and they've liked Asians now. But it's kind of just hard to see because where was this before? And it's like now people really like Boba as well. And don't get me wrong, I love that stuff and I love how people are like getting into it. It's just like, why was it different two years ago, three years ago? Why is it now that Asians suddenly got an uprise? because of attractive attractiveness shows movies and etc why couldn't y'all have said this three years ago we were doing the same thing for the past few years and now that everyone's seeing it and etc it's just like it's i just don't like the fact that people are being biased now and just yeah um, also, I have another experience on, um, like, Asian racism. So, um, remember how I said I was an immigrant? So, yeah, I moved to the U.S. around um, 2019, which was um, before COVID, uh, before COVID happened. So, um, when I, so, um, I went to Fairmont, like, uh, yeah, and on my first day there, like, I walked into, like, the gym, and, like, there were these, like, four kids and they were all white 
And like when I was just walking by to like um just like to like go to recess, these kids just like all looked at me and then they were like um they just started saying like really racist stuff about me like oh your your eyes are like coin slots oh you're from you're not from this country go back to where you came from and uh this basically happened throughout like the whole first semester and like until like the principal found out which um when the principal found out all all that the principal did like she just told them off like she just told them not to do it again that's like that was it like no other punishment so well closet was honestly so accurate that's so like that bring that brings us all back to what everyone said in the start we started this podcast by saying that people weren't uneducated and the the prime example that he just said relates to that perfectly The invisibility of anti-Asian racism is a reflection of the invisibility of Asians in the American imagination. 58% of Americans cannot name a single prominent Asian American, and 42% cannot think of a historical experience or policy related to Asian Americans. Asian Americans have also remained invisible in our school curricula. Um, So I feel like after seeing, after researching and looking into this a lot more, after seeing survey results and articles and essays, I wondered whether I would have fared better if I didn't learn any of this on my own. Despite having attended the right of schools, I was never taught Asian American history, immigration, or race relations, nor to learn about the um, legacy of anti-Asian violence, misogyny, activism, or Black Asians of solitary in my courses. Since absence was, um, was at the norm, it never occurred to me to request, let alone demand, a more diverse reading list. But now, hearing all this on the internet, like Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat, all these, all these internets and all these social media apps, it pops up more. And maybe think of this as a new society. Maybe if in, how about let's say 2025, the, the years have gone up and let's take, let's think if racism will still be around at that time. If society, if you're, if you've grown a lot older and you have grandchildren or children who um, look up to you, how are you going to explain what's happening right now to them in the future? If I'm wondering right now, when I was, when, when people at our ages were still in like the fourth or fifth grade, racism was never a social bubble. It was never a thought. It was just, as, as children, our child innocence value a lot more than what's racism happening now. But it never would have started if people just, thought a little more about what they were saying (laughs) this is just absurd because we've taught and we continue to teach courses um, on race and how it fails to include asian americans even while asians are the fastest growing racial group in the country we teach courses on immigration that exclude asian immigration even even though asian immigration has suppressed latino immigration for more than a decade asians are the only group that the majority is foreign born and asian immigrants will outnumber latino immigrants by 2055 that's a long number there's a lot of statistics if you could just search up examples of asian american hate there are articles numerous amount of articles unending scrolling down to see so much and yet people just like cause example people don't take five seconds of their time to read a single sentence of Asian 
Americans are being are being discriminated and racist upon for many many years. And no, they're not going to take their time to put that into that. And that's unacceptable because as as a society we are now, we deserve to have we have all these researches. We have the whole dictionary in just our pockets. We have the whole world knowledge in a single laptop, in a single phone that fits in our pockets, in a single iPad that you can bring anywhere that you need. But these kids don't take a second to read any of that. And it's barely even mentioned in school. It's only mentioned not in this is why it happens mostly in in affairs mostly to middle school to high schoolers, because these these types of environments are only discussed a lot when you're a lot older, like in college or in universities, and it still hurts because it still happens, even no matter how old you are. If you're in your late 30s, late 40s, late 50s, late 60s, racism will always be around, and there's nothing that's going to change that. Because, but no, though there's no there's no solution to any of this, there, a voice should still be heard. Riots are being held every single day against. Let's take Shayu's example. Donald Trump, the president, every single person I've been blaming racism on COVID and how oh their they kind of their features and where they come from and the and their culturals and the things they eat and the things they like everything is discriminated against and there's nothing that can change that which is why people like us people like us little. Um, minors under 18 should be heard. We should have a loud voice that will be able to convince people that the racism that we're experiencing right now would never be okay. It makes me sick right now hearing hearing my two friends, hearing the experiences of people who should have been educated a long time ago. And overall, racism was never okay. I don't know who made it okay, but it suddenly society just changed. And now racism is just a normal topic that people are discussing overall. And the whole impact of it is never discussed. Everyone has the right to live without fear of violence or discrimination, regardless of their race, ethnicity, or national origin. It is crucial for law enforcement agencies to take these crimes seriously, thoroughly investigate them, and bring the perpetrators to justice. Additionally, it is important for communities to come together and stand in solitary with those affected by hate crimes and work towards creating a more inclusive and accepting society for all. Even though we can't wipe out racism entirely, as middle and high schoolers, we deserve to have a voice. We're upset, and we deserve to enjoy our fear-free lives like any other person. That's all we have for now, but I'd like to thank my guests Ivy and Kwa for sharing their thoughts today. I also want to thank my listeners for taking a moment of your time to gather awareness. Tune in next time as we release every Wednesday.